Welcome, family, to season two of the Struggles of Life podcast. Finding purpose in the midst of your struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. Family, this is um, episode nine, part two of relationships. Now, I didn't plan on doing a part two of relationships, but must do as I'm instructed to do so I don't even know exactly what I'm going to say so I'm going to do everything I can to allow allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me because obviously God has something on his mind he wants me to share and I'm just going to I guess walk into it you know like okay use me alright so um, part two of relationship now we're talking about um, building a relationship with Christ I guess I guess last last week was um, having a relationship with Christ and this is building a relationship with Christ I guess we'll see how this turns out um, but uh, no it, it is very important for, for us to um, to build a relationship with Christ um, one reason why is because the things that we count on the resources we look look to the people we lean on family we count on as well as the loved ones there's going to come to a point in time in our lives where all we have is us we're not going to be able to call on no one, and even if we, even if we do, they're not necessarily going to provide us with the comfort, with the peace, whatever it is that we're going to need in the future. They won't be able to give us that fulfillment, purpose money came by purpose relevancy well that's a dangerous that's a dangerous uh, territory to cross into looking for relevancy because then we tend to do things we have no business doing just for um, attention for validation reasons looking to be accepted we do some crazy things to fit in, to be noticed, to be accepted, to be approved, to be relevant. And those things are temporary. In fact, when we begin to pursue them, we end up in a deeper situation than what we started out in. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, because we're drained, physically, financially, like whatever it is, like we end up worse off than what we were when we first stepped into it. And it's just not worth it. All those things that we, we're looking, like we're looking for purpose. We want to like, to be accepted. Man, guess what? First of all, Christ first loved us. Alright? 
So we don't have to try to be accepted by someone else when the one who truly matters have accepted us. That's all that matters. Well, I've done this, I've done that. I don't think he will forgive me for it. Like, the God so loved the world. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins. For whoever believes will not die, will not perish, but have everlasting life. He knew the mistakes we were going to make. He took account of all that. He knew the decisions we were going to, to make. He took account of all of that. He knew we were going to need a savior. That's why in the beginning, he already had a plan to, to sacrifice his son's life on our behalf. To break the bondage that the devil had us in. So in, in Christ, we have life. Like, well, I don't know if I can do this. And I don't know if I can do that. And and I, I don't think I'm smart enough. I don't think I have what it takes. Listen to me. Whatever, whatever God created us for, Jesus has qualified us. Like, we're qualified already. Everything that... Everything that we were created to do, we already qualified in Christ. We already qualified. Granted, like we learn skills and you know trades and stuff like that along the way, and it's due to like we're supposed to um, utilize those training skills and trades and stuff like that to further um, God's kingdom, but. Uh, Exodus 31 3 in the Old Testament um, it says God said for I have for I have filled him with with my spirit um, uh, give me a second let me think basically he he said that he have given the guy he was talking about but that also includes us as well as his children once we accept Jesus Christ into our lives to be our personal Lord and Savior like he said I have given them um, wisdom I have given them wisdom understanding skills um, and so on and so forth to do all things that I created him to do right but it actually says to do crafts and you know partake in all these different type of you know different things like whether it's designs building things creating things like he have it's, it, he have given us those things and it's inside of us we were born with it you know what I mean so like a lot of us we search outside of ourselves trying to figure it out trying to figure out the next thing what to do when we should be searching on the inside of us and when we begin to walk with Christ because we have a relationship with him he begins to bring those things out the Holy Spirit he like 
God gives us visions. He gives us dreams. And it is our job to, to manifest those visions and dreams into the physical. Alright? And the Holy Spirit helps like walk us through that process. Alright? So the work of the Holy Spirit, as I said last week, is 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 God's spirit, right? And he's he lives inside of us. So like he knows the deepest thoughts of God, the Holy Spirit does. Alright? And and he shares things with us. He shows us things. Like it's like truly amazing. Amazing. We ask God for revelation. We ask God for revelation and you know, like it comes through the Holy Spirit. Like having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because see, a lot of people say God this, God that. Okay? There's a lot of gods. Lowercase G-O-D's. Alright. So I'm like which God are you referring to? Because it's only one God, which is the creator of everything. It's only one God that has a son named Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the only man who have died for us to where, to where now our sins are forgiven through him. You know what I mean? Like, so. When someone speak of God, make sure that you being hype about. Make sure they're make sure that you are being hyped about them in the same God. And serving him, how good and amazing he is. Make sure he is the capital G.I.D that has a son named Jesus Christ, the one he sent to die on the cross for our sins. Because a lot of people say God, but they don't believe in Jesus Christ. Well, Christ said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Again, last last week, um, oh yeah, by the way, that, that scripture is John chapter 14, verse 6. All right, and last week, uh, I quote it. It seemed like it's last week. By the time y'all hear this, it was actually yesterday when I recorded this. So I'm going back to back. So um, yesterday for me, uh, last week for you guys, uh, Colossians three, I believe. God said that He was very pleased to have His fullness dwell in His Son Jesus Christ, because it says like uh, Jesus said that that um, all authority have been given to me both in heaven and on earth. Alright, so everything goes through. We can't bypass Jesus Christ and get to the, and get to the Father. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Which is, which is why it's important when we pray, we close, we say in Jesus' name. In Jesus name we got to be clear on who we talking to now we have to acknowledge who's king 
Alright, so having a relationship with him, like when no one's there, when no one's around, when no one can be found, when no one can help, guess who's there? Jesus Christ. He's there. He's there. God said, I will never leave nor forsaken you. We have access to God through his son, Jesus Christ. So when we have a relationship with, with, with Christ, we accept him. Because we are justified through Christ, redeemed in Christ. Because of what Christ did on our behalf. We now can have a relationship with God. And it's because Jesus Christ was obedient to God's will for his life. And the reason why he created him. And that was to lay down his life for us. Us sinners. Before we even knew him. He gave his life. Now that's love. <laughs> now that's love. If that's not love, I don't know what love is. Alright? And the word, it said God is love. And he, he demonstrated that he is love. And also demonstrated the love that he had for us. And sent his son, Jesus Christ. That's not love. I don't know what is. Now, when no one's there, Jesus Christ will always be there. We, like, we've turned our backs on him. We've chosen to live a life according to how we want to live it. And it seems like God isn't there. It's, it's like Jesus don't hear our, our cries, our prayers. Well, it's because we stepped away. It's because we started to walk away and do things how we want to do it, like apart from him. And, and we wonder why when things get like really tough, really hard, and we can't, and it's like he's not hearing us. One of the reasons because we walked away. We must confess our sins and repent. Repent is turn away from our sins back to God. Alright, and when we do that, then we now have fellowship with Him again. Now, in the beginning, Adam sinned against God. And because he sinned, because he was disobedient, because he ate the fruit in which God commanded him not to, He was, he was, the text says he was banished out of the garden. He put, I think it said, uh, cherubims, uh, barricades or something like that around it so he could enter it into 
the garden where the tree of life is. Alright? Or was, is, was. And but before he actually did that, God said, the day you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. Now, after him and Eve did that, God removed him from the garden. He didn't die physically. He, di he died uh, spiritually. Meaning, because God removed him from the garden, so when 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 the Bible speaks about death, it's not talking about a physical death. In this case, some it was physical death, um, but in this case, he's talking about a spiritual separation. He was removed from the garden. It was a spiritual separation. So when we sin against God, when we sin, then it brings about a spiritual separation between us and God. And the way to get to regain our fellowship back with him is to repent for our sins, to confess and repent for our sins, repent, turn away from our sins back to God. All right. So back to a uh, relationship with Christ, right? So Hold on, give me a second. So our relationship with Christ, so when no one's going to be there, he's going to be there. And then Another reason why it's important for us to have a relationship with Christ is because in Hebrews and Hebrew and Hebrews it speaks about Jesus being the great high priest who's able to sympathize for us to God on our behalf. How is he able to sympathize with us? Because he walked the earth for 33 years. For 33 years, he walked the earth. And everything that we go through in life, he's already been through. Oh, people hating on you? Guess what? They hated on him. People talk about you? Guess what? They talked about him. People have physically abused you? Guess what? They physically abused him. He was tempted in the garden. Aren't we tempted? In more ways than none. In this life. Whether it's being tempted by. Uh, when it come down to. Uh, 
uh, how can I put it? Whether it's tempted by um, enticement, like when it comes down to the opposite gender, wanting to, you know, do things sexually, tempted. There's people that's tempted um, by, let's say, drugs or, um, you know, due to habits, like we're, whatever the temptation is. He was tempted by the devil. For 40 days. And so imagine fasting for imagine fasting for 40 days, not eating. So my man was starving. The devil came and said, told him, if you if you bow down to me, pretty much. No, no, that, that was, so he was tempted three times. One of them, he told him to like, um, you know, to uh, turn turn uh, something into bread or whatever, whatever it was. And he said, man shall not, this is Jesus. This is why it's good to be in the word because scriptures, we use scriptures for encouragement. We use scripture to, to empower us. We use scripture to, um, to, um, to fight off the devil because he came to Jesus uh, three times and the first time I forget what the devil told him and he said Jesus told him man shall not eat off bread alone but by the by the man shall not eat off bread alone but by every word of, of, of God or something like that right so my point is although the scenarios may be different Jesus has been through everything that we go through here on earth everything that's how he's able to sympathize to God on our behalf like I see it now you going through a struggle. I'm going through a struggle, and we go to we 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 enter into God's uh, presence. We praying. Jesus is able to be like you. Remember when I had went through that? Yeah, I I know what it feels like. Like it's like it's it's troublesome. It's hard. It's painful. I know what it feels like. You remember what I was? Yeah, I know what it feels like. It's a it's a real struggle for them right now. So he's able to sympathize on our behalf, and because of that, God God extends his his mercy. He extends his grace. He extends his favor. He's patient with us. So, when I speak about having a relationship with Jesus Christ, it's not just this cute thing to say like, oh yeah, I'm rocking with my man. We're often tested how much we are rocking with him when we start going through the storms in life. The hardships. The disciples. They went through physical storms in life. 
when the winds was going crazy and the, and the water like was raging, knocking up against the boat and Jesus downstairs sleep. They going through emotionally. They went downstairs and like, like, do you not care that we're that we're going to die? My man, like, you have so little faith. Like he got up and made the wind stop. He said, "Peace be still." And also, that's another reason why it's good. And I'm not telling you this just so you can have access. Like, because, like, in the Old Testament, God told God told uh, Samuel that I, I look at the person's heart. So we can't pull the wool over God's head. He know our thoughts before we think it. He know what we feel because of what Christ went through. He know what time it is. So we can't, can't pull the wool over his head. He's of all knowing. He know all things. Only thing he do not know is how to sin. He don't know how to sin because he's perfect. He know the result of sin because in Romans 6, it says, and also I think 1st or 2nd Corinthians Paul says that uh, basically sin, uh, when sin is birthed hold on let me, let, me, let me think of the words when sin is birthed it's, it, it, it brings about death alright so the wages of sin is death Alright, so he knows the result of sin, but he don't know what it feels like to sin. He don't know what it's like to sin. Because he's perfect. But having a like, so we can't do it. Oh, I, I, I want to have these benefits. Like, I mean, it's, it doesn't work that way. I'm not saying you can't, like, you know, like I mean, we all are to, all to uh, accept Christ as our Savior. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through. I'm, I'm going to go through something in life, and I know the only person from what I've heard, what I've learned from testimonies and stuff like that. I hear Jesus is the only one that's going that can, that that can get me through this. So I I, I need to I I, I want to get to know Him. But that's not just to get through it. It's because I want to get to know him. Seeking him with a pure heart. Alright. So. So when it comes down to. Having a relationship with Christ. Like. We also have authority. Jesus gave his disciples authority. We have authority of our situations. But that is only in Christ though. So we must have a relationship with him. His disciples had a relationship with him. That's how they was able to go out and heal and, and cast out demons and stuff like that. Because, because 
Jesus sent them on that mission and gave them the authority and power to do such things. So we have that same authority in him. But it takes having a relationship with him. It's so much more that I want to share with you about this. And understand, I'm not trying to sway you either way. I'm just sharing with you the significance in having a relationship with your Lord and Savior. And if you have not accepted him into your life to be your personal Lord and Savior, before we end, I would like to invite you into the body of Christ. And the only way you can become a part of the body of Christ is by accepting him to be your personal Lord and Savior. God look out for his children, even when we don't deserve it. Most of the time we don't. That's his grace. The things that we do, that we actually do deserve to receive the penalty, uh, the consequences that comes with it, a lot of time he don't give it. That's his mercy. Things that only things that have went so well in our lives, opportunities and and just good things coming to us that we couldn't possibly do for ourselves. Well, that's his favor. How much more? How much more will it take for for every one of us to be like, you know what? I can't repay you. Because I understand like uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, I believe. Eight, yeah, 8 and 9, I believe. Says we have been saved by grace through faith. So our salvation have been given to us once we accepted Christ because he died. By faith, we believe that he died on a, on a cross. Through grace, we, we didn't earn it. We can't earn it. We can't pay for it. We can't buy it. We can't repay it. Why? Because as it says, because it is from it, it is a gift from God that no man should boast. So not to try to earn, pay for, repay. But like, you know what? You have done so much for me. You have been so good to me. You hold a future, my future in your hands. You created me for such great things. You created me to do so much more. It's only right that I live for you. 
It's only right that I give you my life. It's only right that I follow you. Because you are worthy of it. What you went through on my behalf. Before I even knew you. You chose to go through it. For me. So I can have life. Eternal life. At that. As well the as well as the abundant life here on earth with you. You one of a kind. And I want to walk with you. And if you're ready to make that decision now, just repeat after me. You have to believe it in your heart. Profess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Believe that he died on the cross for your sins. And accept him in. And by accepting him in. Then you have salvation. You have access to him. In and through a relationship with him. All you have to do is just. Repeat after me. Believe it in your heart that Jesus Christ. Died on the cross for your sins. And rose. Again. And you now have life in him. If that's you, if you ready, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I believe that you gave your life for me. So today, I want to invite you into my life to be Lord over my life. Thank you for saving me. I ask that you will change me, transform me, and renew me into who you who you created me to be and who you need me to be. And from this day forward, I will follow you. I will trust you. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy salvation and welcome to the body of Christ. Now, it is only the beginning. It is only the beginning. I'm not talking about religious, uh, religious practices and the going through the motion. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a, a sure relationship with him. I'm talking about a relationship with The journey begins now. Your sins have been washed away. Now, it's time to really live a meaningful life. A fulfilled life. A, a purpose life. You now have access to that life in and with and through Jesus Christ I'm excited for you only if you know what he have in store for you 
But now you don't have to guess anymore why you were created. You don't even you don't have to wonder what's next for you. It is by faith we walk this thing out. I'm sure he have given you dreams and visions already. But you didn't know. Guess what? Those visions that you had, those dreams that you had, that was from God. He was giving you a preview of a coming attraction. I wish I could talk to you personally so I can help you walk it out. In fact, at some point, I think I think we will start a series on on learning what dreams and visions are from God, learning how to 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 build and expand those dreams with the ideas that he give you, knowing what ideas that's going to help you manifest those dreams and visions into a reality. But now it's time to not only live the life that he created you to have, but also build the life he created you to have. And it all starts with a relationship with them. So as I said last week, if you did not catch it, catch the episode last week, build a relationship with him. Whenever you want to build a relationship with someone, get to know someone, what do you do? You spend time with them to get to know them. How do you do that? Oh, I'm sorry. When you when you're spending time getting to know them, what are you doing? You're learning about them. So guess what? You can learn about your Savior as well. And you learn about him. You can go to start start in Luke chapter one. That is when Jesus Christ was born. Born of a virgin named Mary. How's that possible? Well, if you go to start in Luke. I think it's in Luke chapter 1 or Luke chapter 2. It actually tells you exactly how. And his as he grew up and you read Matthew, also Mark, as well as uh, John, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And that's when Jesus walked the earth. So you can learn a lot about him. Just start there. Begin building a relationship with them. When you open up the Bible or or go to your app on your phone, always ask God to send the Holy Spirit, although he lives inside of you. Ask God to send you the Holy Spirit to give you clarity understanding and his wisdom of his truth 
ask him to give you revelation and help you because you may not understand everything and you want to get to know him. Open up. Seek him with open heart and an open mind. He'll begin to show you things. And if you ever doubted that he existed or was there for you throughout everything you've been through in life, a lot of stuff will begin to make sense because all things happen for a reason. There's no such thing as luck by chance happenstance it's impossible for any of those things to exist as long as you have a sovereign God so everything happened for a reason and everything that you went through always remember this everything that you go through Romans 8:28. for all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose you are called, called according to his purpose all things will work out for the good. Just trust and believe that and allow him to allow him to make residence in your life and start walking with him. It's not going to be perfect. It's about progression. It's not going to be perfect. He's going to be with you. He always have been with you. You just trust him even in your storm. And just know he got you. Cling to him. Even when things are good. As well as when things are bad. Cling to him. Cling to him. He got you. Thank you for your time. I love you guys. For spending this this uh, this moment with me. And just know here on the Struggles of Life podcast we come together to get through and grow together because at the beginning and ending of reality your struggles are my struggles you guys stay blessed be safe out there and know that you have been called according to his purpose start walking that thing out by building a relationship with them establishing that that relationship cultivating that relationship and man you're going to see the great things he's going to do in your life. All right. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.